0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Welcome to the Women's Sanctuary, the podcast about tending the soul of women, sisterhood, and the rise of the sacred feminine. I'm your host, Arlia Hall. Hello, everyone. Welcome again to the Women's Sanctuary. I want to talk today about the flow of the feminine, or the feminine flow, or the energy of the feminine, which everyone has, anyone can embody, um, and interestingly is critically important right now. Most everyone knows that quote from the Dalai Lama, right, that uh, civilization will be saved by the Western woman that quote can be interpreted in so many different ways but particularly now after in the midst of a pandemic after the beginning of 2020 when suddenly everyone's life has been altered forever by the presence of a pandemic and i have become back to the truth over and over and over again that what's required of us right now as a humanity is to release the past, release our life before the pandemic, and embrace what is now, embrace the reality now. And what's required of us now and moving forward is this ability to be in the moment and make new decisions about what is required and what is true for us in the moment. In my leadership work, we call that adaptability, the ability to change, the ability to adapt with circumstances. And it's not a uniquely feminine aspect. It is most natural in the feminine energy. So I listen to a lot of different sources. Um, I've listened to political news, astrology, spirituality, life coaches, business coaches, um psychologist and psychiatrist and this theme has been coming up over and over again so let's look at it and and find out how we can employ it everyone's life has been turned upside down or at least sideways by the pandemic a lot of people are without jobs um struggling to pay their bills feed themselves or their families or find meaningful work, or they are struggling to reimagine and redefine their work. As for me, my work has totally changed focus, but I'm doing all the same types of skills. Like my skills are still there, my gifts and the things I enjoy doing and I've taken a left turn into things that are very different than I imagined six months ago. I definitely feel the universe directed me in ways that set me up well, if that's, if you can imagine that, for the pandemic. I took on a client who was producing podcasts, and here I am. I am helping others produce podcasts as well as fulfilling the dream of of producing my own and I'm helping other people produce the things that they want to put out into the world and now have to do virtually online and so they are unfamiliar and un- maybe uncomfortable with the online world and I can be there as um well as a priestess as a doula I can hold space I can create space for them to to bring forth whatever it is they're, they're gifted to do. And while that's in my wheelhouse, it wasn't my focus six months ago. I was ready to continue doing in-person Women's Sacred Circles and in-person coaching and in-person workshops. And now all of that energy is directed elsewhere. In your life, you'll have your own story about the ways you've had to adapt. For my personal family life, we had to completely adopt a new way of, of organizing family life, divvying up responsibilities, meeting our own physical needs, and shifting resources so that we can continue to take care of ourselves. If you've ever seen mothers, animal mothers in the wild, you understand the immense amount of work it requires for them to protect their young, provide for their young, and teach their young how to survive and respond to all the threats and be ever watchful for threats. They have to be extremely adaptable and responsive to the immediate circumstances. And that's the beauty of the natural world. The natural world teaches us to respond to what is in front of us. And that requires presence. And if anything is, has, has brought us that lesson in the, six, in the last six months, it is this pandemic where suddenly everything is changing. Nothing is predictable. So we have to look at what is right in front of us and respond. And the most powerful way to do that is from a feminine perspective, which means not that you deny the masculine, which is the planning, the action, the forward motion, all that's so necessary, but you lead with the feminine. So the feminine is intuition, perception. It is looking, so you have to use your senses. You have to look and hear and taste and smell, all those instincts are at play in the natural world and underdeveloped in humanity, in in the human race, Um, and then respond with what you know to do or get creative. So for um, that feminine aspect would be looking for the resources that meet the need of that moment. I've always been known as a very resourceful person. So, you know, I would buy a box of random decorative supplies at a yard sale in my 20s, and for years would create packaging and wreaths out of that box. I am quick to repurpose something for a different function, different than it was in its original intent. That's my creativity at play. When you employ your creativity, you have to open yourself up to new ideas. And as Brene Brown points out, you have to be vulnerable and honest and open to failure, really, because you don't know if it's going to work. You have to show up, be present. Be willing to fail. Be willing to take a risk and see if it will work. It's incredibly vulnerable. It's incredibly difficult. And yet it can be incredibly easy if you are in the flow of the feminine. There is this place inside of you that may not know what's going to happen or if you can do it but you are responding to the next right thing. Clarissa Pinkola Estés tells the story of Vasilisa and Vasilisa had the little doll in her pocket and she was lost in the woods she didn't know what was going to happen her th- safety and her survival depended on her her wits and her intuition but she consulted that little doll in her pocket and that Little doll would say, go here, go there, no, don't do that, don't trust her, do this. And that's representative of our intuition. The ability to to get still enough to hear the intuition about, yes, that's a good idea. Why don't you think about this? Have you thought about this? I can't tell you how many times I have been led in the correct direction or with the best direction for me on a whim, and it wasn't linear, for instance, my intuition will say, why don't you go out to your art area and look for that for that piece of fabric you haven't seen in forever? So I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll go do that. So I go look for something, and in the midst of it, I find something else I've been either been looking for or have an immediate need for, and I wasn't even looking for it. That's the way our inner compass works. The ability to listen to that inner voice, which is a still small voice, the ability to quiet your mind and your anxiety long enough to hear it and trust it enough to respond is a cultivated skill. We all have it. All it requires is cultivation and trust. And the more you do that, the louder the voice gets, the more sure the voice gets. It is a relationship. So your intuition helps guide you towards that which is most aligned for you. And certainly our egoic self, our mind, may not, probably does not know what that is. But your mind certainly knows how to execute once it knows the direction. Your ego certainly knows how to make things happen in the external world. I am not here to vilify the ego. It's a tricky one, and you definitely have to master your relationship with it. But it's vital. It's vital for our work in the world. The feminine creates this space where she trusts the intuition and, or he trusts the intuition, moves with it, responds to it, and can create something out of nothing by responding to what's in the environment. I want to see if you can feel this dance there's something that comes up in your experience. Let's say you have a flat tire on a busy road. So you pull over, you're scared, you're anxious, you're gripping the wheel, you're sitting there trying to decide what to do, and your instincts, your intuition, maybe your instinct, tells you, yes, yes, call your insurance company but call this friend you haven't talked to in a while and you're thinking oh my gosh they are not going to want to pick up they're going to think i'm only gonna blah 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 all the excuses in your head but if you do it it just so happens that they are around the corner and they have time and they would love to help you out that's not fantasy that's being in the flow now, it could be that they're not available, but following that hunch is vital to building that trust with your intuition. So if they're not available, you call someone else or you call insurance or you call the, call 911, whatever your need is, you decide what you need to do in that moment led by your intuition and your reason. When it comes to the feminine flow, it is so hard to put your finger on because it's you can't put your finger on it right there's that saying you never step in the same river twice every time you step into the flow it's changing it's ever changing ever moving and there is this flow inside of us that is easy have you had things that just fall into place easily that's the flow The easiest way to not have that is to force a plan or force something that isn't working. There is such a subtle dance of within each of us of the masculine and the feminine, the action and the rest, responsive and the reactive. What I'm describing are polarities. These are This is the duality of our existence, of our reality here. And part of also that flow is transcending the duality and the polarities. Now, that doesn't mean not having them or not experiencing them. They are absolutely in our reality and they absolutely are a part of all that we are. They're integral to our whole creation. But there is a place where you can exist. It's, it's the witness perch where you can exist as a witness to the polarities and the duality. But you yourself are in a witness perch outside of the duality because we, that's who we are as divine humans. We exist beyond the dualities. The balance is, I believe, accessed through the feminine. The feminine gives you that flow of it is all here, it is all available, and what is arising as the most loving choice for me in this moment, given the circumstances right in front of me? An idea arises, the mind and the ego create an action for that intuition and your, your will, which is also masculine and feminine, but primarily masculine, your will moves forward in that action. So I've been talking about intuition, about the dance between the masculine and the feminine, finding that point of balance And all that comes together as a skill set within you to meet the needs of the moment. What is required of me in this moment? And what is the most loving choice for me in this moment? That's where discipline comes in, which is loving self-regard. Discipline is not forcing yourself. Well, the old patriarchal definition of, of discipline is carrying out your plan and being absolutely consistent and reliable. That's great. That's desirable. Until you are no longer being responsive to the circumstances at hand. Being a disciple of yourself is discipline. Loving self-regard. That doesn't mean what's the easiest and most accessible and most fun thing. It is what is the most loving choice for you. Is it to go to bed at 10 o'clock and be up at 5 a.m. so you can meditate so that you are are in alignment with yourself and so that you can be in flow the next day? So be it. Is it that you stay up till 1 o'clock reading and meditating so that you sleep well and you are rested? So be it. Is it that you reschedule that appointment next week because... You will need that time for reflection and prayer. Or is it that you show up for work even when you are sad and full of anxiety because you know working will be good for your energy and good for your bank account? That is discipline. We are employing the intuition, responding to the circumstances, Employing discipline and acting with integrity. Integrity means not only honest, not only doing what is right, it's doing what is in alignment with that discipline, with that intuition, with what you know of yourself. That is integrity. That integrity comes from standing in, hmm, this is who I am, this is what I know to be true for me, and this, therefore this is what I will be doing. Can you feel the power in that? It used to be very rare to see that much integrity. We, I believe we're seeing it more and more these days in the Black Lives Matter movement where people are shedding the societal expectations and the patriarchal norms that we've been so shackled by for eons and working for change so that our society has more integrity and they are standing up in integrity saying, this is not right, this needs to change, I stand for change. The feminine flow is the way you approach life. It's the way you approach life in the moment. It is being present. It is coming right here to this moment with your breath, with your body, with your eyes, and all your senses to what is in front of you. And bringing your whole self to determining how you meet that moment. That involves your intuition, your integrity, your discipline, your ability to know what's true for you and then act on it. Circumstances of our world are so chaotic. And it's becoming more and more divisive because there is no longer a script, right? There's no longer, I go to work, I come home, I watch TV, I go to bed, rinse and repeat. No. It is a brilliant, incredibly precious opportunity to do something new. And so we're seeing a lot of new things that are chaotic and violent and and disruptive, and that's the way it has to be on some level in order to affect change. Every new thing that comes around the corner, and I think most of us are like, okay, what next? We all have that trepidation. I know we all have some sense of trauma around the level of change and getting a little bit of perspective will help us meet it differently. Meet it not so much with the fear and anxiety, and they may be there, and that's, that's our work to accept and transmute that energy. But it's about taking the opportunity right in front of you to do something new. And that, my friends, is the true nature of revolution. Revolution is bringing forth something new. And boy, are we doing that, aren't we? Everywhere I turn, there have been people saying, it's new, it's different, it's chaotic, and here is your opportunity to... Find a place of flow. Your resistance, our resistance, my resistance to what is creates more of it, which is not what I want to do. I want to create something new. I don't want the world of six months ago. I don't really want this world either, but here it is, and it is the vehicle of my transformation and my own personal revolution. and. I'm going, to get on that. I'm going to get on that vehicle of revolution. I'm going to transform my attitudes, my beliefs, my approaches, and listen to my intuition. It has not let me down in a long time, but especially in the last few months. I have taken more chances. I have pushed myself when I was afraid, and let me qualify that. I have been led by my intuition to develop this podcast. And while the idea had been there for years, every time I felt resistance, I met it. Instead of saying, yeah, I don't I don't feel like, like I can do that. I meet the resistance. I look at it. I use my intuition. And I respond with whatever is in my heart. And then I act. I would not speaking to you today if if i didn't also have a healthy masculine to create what my visions are some people have had the opportunity to reimagine their work and you know take up a hobby and create a new work around it many people don't have that luxury but everyone has the opportunity to Respond to their environment in a new way. So the feminine is about this flow of creativity and vulnerability and showing up and allowing and embracing what is here. Not running from it, not resisting it, not rejecting it witnessing it, looking it in the face and saying, I am here. That's no small task. That is the fierce, fierce power of the feminine. And it looks so different than how we've been taught that we're having to learn it all over again. One TED Talk I would definitely recommend is Shamali Arda, A-R-D-H-E-H, my teacher, and she has a TED Talk on the fierce face of the feminine. Extraordinary example of the rising of the fierce feminine and its ability and desire to protect the innocent and stand in integrity for what is true. It's an excellent way to visualize the fierceness and the beauty of the fierceness that the feminine can bring to transforming our world. And that's what we're doing, friends. We're transforming our world and it is ugly and messy and confusing and chaotic and the antidote is to go within and to find your truth and to stand in that truth with your shoulders back and your heart open and your back straight and your intuition on to look forward at what is right in front of you and say, I am here. I pray this has been helpful. I'm working with this every day to meet the moment, to use my intuition, to employ my discipline, to stand in integrity and be a force for change in the world. I'm Arlia Hoffman. Join us next time on the Women's Sanctuary.